Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible said that these people were gathered together and they were with one accord in prayer and in supplication, prayer and supplication with one another. So they were together with one accord and, and they were just in agreement and in the spirit. And um, all these were day of Pentecost has come and they are together with one accord. And um, Acts chapter 1 verse 14, Acts 1 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. So all these continued together with one accord. So you are seeing this one accord, one accord, one accord. And people, I want to tell you, it is because they are time. It is because they are time. If they didn't have time, they would not have the togetherness. We want to be together, but we don't want to spend time. The question you normally ask in the church is, how long do we stay together? And that's why at the beginning of the year, we are talking about reposition, and we are talking about coming together. Somebody's not here. Somebody, there is no way we can have explosion as, as a group, as an organization, as a group of people. You cannot have, you can't have the explosion if you are not together. Okay? Now, these people had to come together in order to have the explosion because their problems were many. You see, they needed time to have the togetherness because they were coming from different backgrounds. They were coming from different backgrounds. They, they needed to come together to, um, they had to blend and they are different. They are different. I told you the other day that they, they had different spiritual capacity and they had different spiritual backgrounds. Number one, you have people among them who were ambitious. Everybody say ambition. Come on, shout it, ambitious. Now, so these people were ambitious. For example, in that group, you had James and John who were ambitious. These were the people that were consumed with the desire to sit on the left-hand side of Jesus and on his right hand, and they were in the group. All they were concerned about is if Jesus comes into his kingdom, who will be sitting on the left and who will be sitting on the right? That was the ambition of James and the ambition of John. The Bible said, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. So, you have some ambitious group of people who are just thinking about themselves, who will be sitting on the right, who will be sitting on the left, and these people were there. Number two, you have intolerant group of people. These are intolerant people. Um, I'm talking particularly from Luke chapter 9 and the verse number 54, where James and John, be, being rejected by the Samaritans, are asking Jesus, should we command fire to come down and consume these people? James and John, the intolerant, were in that group. In this group were unreliable people. 
unreliable. The, here is John Mark, who they were coming to arrest Jesus. And the Bible said he fled and left even his towel in the hands of the people that had come to arrest Jesus. In other words, the man ran away naked. So this unreliable person was in the upper room. In the upper room also was a fearful man called Simon Peter. I, I heard um, Pastor Chris was talking about Peter and toiling all night and taking nothing. This guy was a specialist in doubt, in fear, in fear. They, they are talking about Jesus. He denies his own master three times, even before the cock was crowing twice. Then you are talking about the doubtful. Mind you, in this upper room, Thomas was also there. Then in this upper room, we have another problem there. There is a sex issue. I'm talking about sex discrimination. Among the Jews, one of the things about the Pharisees is they will get up every day and they will pray. Lord, I thank you I'm not a slave. Lord, I thank you I'm not a Gentile. And Lord, I thank you that I am not a woman. So they look down on women. But the Bible said that on the day of Pentecost, women were also in the room. So the woman now has to also adjust her mind, reposition herself, and see that she too can be among men whilst they are doing what they are doing. Then another thing that was in the upper room was unlearned and ignorant. All these people, my Bible says, they were unlearned and ignorant men. Unlearned and ignorant men. Acts chapter 4, verse number 13, the Bible said, Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they took notice of them. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They were unlearned. That word on land is a Greek word, agramatos, and it means to be unlettered and to be illiterate. So you've met, you are a group of people, you have a vision, you have to spread the word of God throughout all the nations of the world, to every tongue, to every group of people, and you have met, and some of the people are on land, agramatos, illiterate, uneducated unlettered they can't read they, they, they are not educated people so that is how not all of them but a lot of them and these people must be together you need time you need time you need time when you are uneducated or you are unlettered or you are illiterate and you come together and you spend enough time together you will be able to agree in the spirit now you come to a church and in the church there are people with various backgrounds some are educated some are not educated and they must have the same vision there are people maybe in desert passes if you tell them to to what is the vision statement or the mission statement of the church they don't understand anything about vision statement and mission statement I attended school, I completed university before I ever heard of something called vision statement or mission statement because at the time we used to go to school, nobody was talking about vision statement and mission statement. You just grew up in life and wherever you fell, you fell. I noticed that one of the things that has really prevented many of our 
churches from growing and expanding is the very fact that many times the people are not trained. They are unlearned, they are ignorant, but at the same time they are receiving no training. So in the choir, you, all you do is you want to sing, but you are really not doing training. And a lot of the people are unlearned, are grammatos. That means they, they are unlearned, which means they are illiterate and they are unlettered. So they are not only unlearned, but they are also ignorant. Everybody say ignorant. And as for the word ignorant, I don't think you want the meaning. The meaning of that word ignorant, the word ignorant comes from a Greek word, idiotes, idiotes. And idiotes, the meaning is not nice at all. Idiotes means that they were unskilled and ungifted. You can handle that, unskilled and ungifted. But the two other meanings of idiotes, you don't like it at all. One of them is ignoramus. Now, when they say somebody is ignoramus, it means that nipan oekrasini. Ignoramus. In fact, ignoramus is the kind of person who gets to traffic light and doesn't know when to cross. And in the things of the spirit, sometimes you can have in the church, ignoramuses are sitting in the church, they don't know anything. Idiotes. And it will amaze you that the English word idiot, idiot, or the one we say idiot, that one is more powerful than idiot. The, 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 the white people say he's an idiot that you can handle but when in Nigeria we say idiot now so these were idiots who had gathered in the upper room and you must make idiots think the same way same direction pursue the same vision it must take time it must take time if you don't invest time you will not be together. So that, that is why all this hour, we want the church service to go quickly. We want to run out of a building quickly. Um, of course, in today's day, when we have the coronavirus pandemic, it's okay to do your one and a half hour services and disappear. That is okay. But in the normal time, we are supposed to have as much time as possible then we will get the togetherness because without the togetherness there can be no explosion but when people are together it helps them to deal with a lot of things so um, all the idiots are in the place and all the ignoramuses everybody is in the same place and um, despite the individual weaknesses and failings of these people the disciples were all together with one accord because they had spent enough time together they have spent enough time together when you spend time it helps you to be together because you can imagine these are a group of unlearned and ignorant men and they've come together you remember they used to come to jesus teach us to pray teach us to pray so these are ignoramuses and these are idiots when it comes to prayer so they must come and they have to learn how to pray one day they were casting out the devils and they couldn't cast out the devil. And they came to Jesus and they said, Sir, why couldn't we cast out this devil? That one too, they didn't know. And Jesus began to teach them. So definitely, they must spend time together. They must spend time. We don't spend enough time. The way the devil denies you spiritual growth in ministry is to give you 10,000 reasons why you must stay away from your leader or your pastor or your CEO 
or the leader of your ministry. Listen to me. The devil's main aim in your life sometimes is to keep you far away from the people that can help you. And Satan will give you good reasons. And I have seen people in churches who are like, well, you can serve God without the church. You see, you can serve God without going to church. When this corona thing happened, then I heard some people saying, you know, we have come to learn that you can really be a Christian without going to church. We have learned it. These churches were closed down for about three months and we are still Christians. You are still Christians of a worse quality. Listen, when you put Kenke down and the Kenke is not in the fridge, after one week, they will still call it Kenke, but open it and see. You are deceiving yourself, you are still a Christian, but no, you are worse off than before the lockdown. The time has come for us to find ourselves together, whether online or physically. And when the opportunity comes for us to be together physically, we must be together physically. Find yourself to the church. Find yourself to the church. You didn't register to vote online. Physically, you were there. On the day of voting, physically, you were there. The time has come for believers to understand that iron sharpened iron and we must find ourselves together. Otherwise, you know what is going to happen? Many of us will lose our faith. We will lose our standing God. Look at this. Even when we are together, you backslide. So when we are not together, that one, you don't backslide. You front slide. Coming together. Staying together. He said, they were unlearned and they were ignorant men. And when we come together, it leads to a lot of power. You can never be together without time. You must spend time. You must spend time. Interesting when husband and wife sometimes can even be in the same house and they are not together. The reason you are not together is because you don't spend time together. Especially if it's a situation where the man has his own room and the woman too has her own room. Husband and wife with the same room. Then what? Different rooms. Why did you marry? The reason some fathers used to have their own rooms was because of polygamy. So that they can be going in shift. But you are not a polygamist. Have you married air or wind? You and your, you have, you and your wife are married. You have different rooms. Why? Do you talk to ghosts in the night? Yeah, because it's not every phone call that my husband or my wife must hear. If they must not hear that phone call, don't make it. Listen, don't make it. Unless it is a phone call to plan a wedding surprise or a birthday surprise for her. But, but, but you know, people, we will have to spend time together. And you have to enjoy going to church. You have to enjoy being with one another. That is the way the power of God, the, the anointing. And you don't know what happens. But when that togetherness comes, it just breeds power. It just breeds power. It breeds power. The anointing. The spirit. Iron sharpened iron. Just your conversations together. It just created power. So these apostles were together. There was a lot of power. 
their, their, their togetherness resulted in spiritual explosion of God's power, miracles, and the harvest of souls accompanied their spiritual results. The Bible talks about them and describes them in the book of Acts chapter 4 and the verse number 31. It says that, and when they had prayed, now these, these are human beings praying. These are human beings praying. When they had prayed, the place was shaking where they were assembled together. When they prayed, the place shook. The place shook because they were of one heart, they of one, one soul. They prayed. The whole place is vibrating. The whole place is shaking. Because these are a group of people who have determined we are going to turn the world upside down. When they prayed, the place was shaking where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they speak the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that out of the things which he possessed was his own and they had all things in common. Now watch this. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them. Because they were together. Together. That is why when the devil was stopped there, explosion he will always divide the people but you know people have to be patient we have to grow together we have to mature together so these people were growing together they were praying together they were gathering momentum church was becoming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and you know what people the church the body of christ must come together more than ever before we must spend time together more than ever before and i thank god that at the beginning of every year like the the season in which we are you look in ghana you hear 21 days fasting and prayer 14 days fasting and prayer 30 days fasting and prayer you know what we are doing we are coming together and with that kind of coming together by the spirit of god we will overcome covid 19 we will rescue our world from the virus we will take over in the name of the lord jesus and i pray that god will bless somebody and as he's bringing the church together may he bring your family together may he bring your business together and may any schisms and division among you as a people may it be removed in the name of jesus come on clap your hands and shout like you believe in the power of god moving among his people so with great power and the reason why the great power was not because they were gifted it was not because they were anointed it was not because they were knowledgeable no they were with one accord i notice that ladies and gentlemen when people are united and they are not even gifted they are very dangerous people even in soccer a team can be there they are not very good but when they are united the things they would do to you when they play against you and you are individual stars the united team what they would do to you they, because they are together their mind is one they play for one another they die for one another in, on on the on the playing field their minds are together they carry a lot of power power when they are together and so I noticed that you go into many churches and many ministries, and sometimes how to get the togetherness is a problem. 
That one has a problem with this one. This one has a problem with that one. That one has a problem with that one. That one has a problem with that one. That one has a problem with that one. And I don't care how anointed you are. You can never cause, you can never have results. You have a choir, no relationship among themselves. Ushers, no relationship among themselves. Deacons, no relationship among themselves. Pastors, no relationship among themselves. Churches, no relationships among themselves. You cannot get the explosion of the power of God. But when you spend time to build the relationships, then the power of God would just explode. I'm praying for an explosion of power because we are going to spend time together. We are going to be together with one another. We are going to use every excuse to be together. And you know what? These days, the togetherness has become easy because the phone is there, the WhatsApp is there, the FaceTime is there, the video calls are there. It is easy. It is easy. It is very easy these days for somebody to be somewhere 3,000 miles away and you think the person is just next door because you are together. And being together raises, being together creates the power, releases the anointing. The psalmist put it another way. He said, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it takes time. It takes time. 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 So in the days of old, you see the families and they will arrange during a particular period for every member of the family to be together in the family house at a certain point in time because they must be together. So God, in talking to his people about the Feast of the Tabernacles, Pentecost, and everything, says that it is mandatory, it is compulsory for everybody to be at that particular feast. And they must be together in doing it. When you are not together, you cannot unleash power. When you are not together, you, you cannot unleash power. And I'm praying right from the beginning of this year that at KIA, we will be together. When we say Thursday, it is Thursday, we are all there together. When we say Sunday evening, we are all there together. At EAM is the same. When we say we are together, everybody is together. In desert pastures is the same. When we say together, all of us are together. At Fountain Gate Chapel, we say together is together. At the body of Christ, we say together and it is together. Until we learn how to spend time together, we will never be together. And until we are together, we can never unleash the power of God. But when you are together, the power of God will be unleashed. I know. People are praying for more anointing, but there can be no anointing without spending time together and being together. Without spending time together and being together, you cannot have anointing. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of the garment. And the Bible said that, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. When the people are also together, it leads to a lot of blessing. Everybody say blessing. When people are together, it leads to a lot of blessing. I, I, I always go back to the history of this church when we started. The, the good thing about Fountain Gate Chapel, Nintam, the way they used to call us, not in deliverance in tears ministry. The good thing about the church is that we were together as serious. We were like one family. 
were like one people. The fact that time is just to test you. Time is to test you. Time is an element of trial because you will have to be tried and you have to come out successfully. So time will try you. And in those days, the trials, the, the, the afflictions, but truth is that we were together. We were together. People attacked us. We would be in meeting places. They will come and attack us. They will suck us from one location to another. We were hated with a passion. Some didn't want to see us. But we were together. Any kind of hatred you see against our church on this land is just about 10% what we used to experience. It was just too much. But even in recent memory, I remember when we were doing the landscaping to make this place nice. Some people come and park their motorbike in front of the church and they will start swearing. They will start swearing and cursing. Why have we taken that part of the road as if it's ours? It is government property. And I'm driving through the same town and I'm seeing the government property and children are going to toilets on it and it's not government property. Watches sellers are on it. It's not government property. Lorry tires are all over the place and it's not government property. The, property, the, the, the properties are there and that one suddenly it is not government pro property. So that one suddenly it is not a government property. But let the church start doing something by the roadside to beautify the same town and you will see the hostility of the people. What they like is a child who is bare-chested releasing something by the roadside. Then they tell the child, Toma, Toma. That means, Ayuko, Ubwe, Juma. Now, who are we seeing here? Oh, they persecuted us. But people, the truth is that we were together. We were very strong. No, And up till today, the thing about this church is that you can't do anything about us because we are together. We, we are together. Even now, even now, we are together. Even now. Even now. You can't do anything about us. We are together. We are together. And during this corona period, look at us. Look at us during the corona period. We were picking up one another. Somebody's sick, we are picking up. Somebody's missing. We are looking for them. Sometimes an old lady sick, and I ask mommy, I hear an old lady sick. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That woman is sick, but you know, Vero and Comfort Manchi and Co. They have visited the person already, and they've done this and that and that and that. And that is the way we have been in the midst of the Corona period, looking out for one another, backing one another. I believe we can still do more and get to where we used to be. But even where we are now is still very powerful. And when I look at where we are now, I'm just praying right now in the name of Jesus that because we are together and we have learned how to stand together. And that is the good thing about the Ghanaian community. That is the good thing about those of us in the Upper East region. That is the good thing about those of us in the Northern region, Greater Accra, Ashanti. The thing about the Ghanaian is that intrinsically we know how to come together the thing about africa is that we know how to come together when you go to europe and you go to america and other places they can talk about a nationalistic spirit but in the midst of the nationalistic spirit the people are still individualistic in the way they do things but when you come to africa we
we are a community when you come to africa we are a union that ability for us to be together that ability for us to be one people it's a fertile ground for the power of god to be unleashed and when i look at the power of god coming the power is great and because we are together i see an explosion of the anointing of god i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ look at the way we are coming together on the internet look at the way we are coming together on facebook youtube everywhere i see the church of jesus christ gathering and i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ that in the year of the explosion may our unity produce an explosion come on clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours and praise the name of jesus together together these people were together the power of god was strong on them the anointing the anointing the anointing is such a blessing for brethren to dwell together in unity anybody under the sound of my voice who is believing god for explosion in 2021 spend time with your people spend time with your family spend time with your wife spend time with your children spend time with your church ladies and gentlemen you are sitting on a gold mine gold mine and because you have not spent enough time on the gold mine you don't know what you carry get close spend time togetherness will be built and then you will explode you will explode because you know what people when you don't spend time together, you will never know one another. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.